We do this, I don't know, every day, Monday through Friday. And I still wasn't ready for today. I, I looked at, at the clock, and then I heard the weather, and I know the weather means that, uh-oh, I got to get going. And now I'm setting up my uh, my camera feed. Don't mind me, I'm just uh, trying to produce my own radio show and do it at the same time. No one put a gun to my head. No one said, sign this. So, uh, well, that's me. So now I'm just signing in here and wasting time. I should have done this moments earlier. You know, I decided to take some weeds out of the out of the front lawn earlier. I could have been doing this stuff. Now nah, let's take those weeds out. Now I'm sounding like um, uh, Mark, uh, the guy that just uh, sat in for uh, for uh, Hannity there, Pagula Rulo. You know, everyone, I I just had uh, one of these, one of the Trump sons on today. It was a great honor. It's got that balls-to-the-wall voice. Sometimes I slip into that every now and then, and then I slip right out of it again. All right, so here I am. Here I am! All right, so let's do this. Let's do it right, Glenn. Come on, get your act together. What's the matter with you? Today is the 25th. Is that correct? Today is the 25th of August. Yep, time flies. Before you know it, the big snow, the big white stuff's going to be coming down. Boy, can't wait for that. <laughs> All right, so I'm now I'm ready. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I slip into that. Mark's, it's, it sounds like Mark Simone, too. Or was it Mark Simone? Was it Mark Simone that sat into I can't tell the difference anymore. It's like all those political ads. My friend thought that uh, the one political ad, the voiceover that we heard for ad nauseum forever for Claudia Tenney, he thought that was uh, uh, Robert Stack from The Untouchables. And you might remember him as uh, the guy who did the uh, uh, uns- Unsolved Mysteries. Good-looking dude. Played Elliot Ness in the original TV show. Came for money. I knew that. He was also in the airplane movie, the very first one. Striker. Anyway, here we are. Here we are. <clears throat> uh, so a couple of, couple of observations. First of all, Jim Scorto will be coming in any moment now. I left the door unlocked. Very dangerous. And uh, just, just so Amy Horton knows, I'm taking the <laughs> – I just took the mint out of my mouth. Amy will always remind me, like, uh, do you have something in your mouth? Yeah, my tongue and teeth. But yes, I did have a mint in my mouth. Amy's in my mind. Amy's in my mind. Uh, She really is. She's Amy in my mind. Get that thing out of your mouth. Okay. So Jim Scorto is going to be coming in a little bit to talk about uh, the the Bravo Fest, the 37th uh, annual Bravo Fest. Minus one or two years there, thanks to COVID. No one could say consecutively anymore. COVID screwed that up. Remember when the Watertown Daily Times couldn't deliver a paper in a snowstorm? That like that that stopped their streak. They, you know, it was like uh, you know Joe DiMaggio's streak had ended. Well, no one could say that. Could say, you can't say the Jefferson County Fair has been on forever since 1857. Whatever. You can't do that. Can't do it. Can't, can't do it. Gotta stop. But the Bravo Italiano Fest is bigger and better than ever. They're in the air-conditioned, and have been in the air-conditioned arena now for at least the last six, seven years, minus two, of course. And uh, it's, a, it's a place for uh, tomorrow night's uh, uh, Miss Italia contest. I did the TV spot, if you saw Jim Scordo uh, doing the 30-second ad on either uh, Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune. 
that's the audience that typically goes to uh, to the Bravo Fest. You know, the old school people like myself who like to uh, you know stack up on good pasta, good food, half hots. You know, I, I've done commercials for half hots at least three, four times now, and I still don't know what a half hot is. I found a picture of it online to use for the commercial, and I said, "That's a half hot. What is that? I'm sure it tastes great." Uh, speaking of good food, um, well, Sharon and I went to the, the Bad Apple Garage uh, for the first time ever. I might have mentioned this yesterday on Tuesday night. We walked from our house. It's about a little more than a mile or so down uh, Thompson Boulevard. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, you look at a, a bar bar menu and you say, well, that, that looks good, I guess. It's just standard bar food, right? Well, it really isn't. It, it, and like so many great independently owned restaurants around here, and, of course, the box stores, you know, the, the franchises, they do they do a great job. So what we now I'm forgetting what we had. We had chicken uh, tenders, but the sauce that we put on it, uh, not to mention the French fries that came along with it. So today, I did a commercial, or I'm putting together something for the web for uh, Shannon's other business. That's the Bad Apple Saloon on Arsenal Street. And again, it's it's just not yeah uh, you know it, it's oh food is food oh it's a bar it's a restaurant blah 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 and you just take that assumption of course again someone my age you just think if 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 it's served at a bar it's 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 no better than any other bar. Well, the 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 meal that they that they uh, presented uh, today, they had these big big ass um, you know what what is it, a sweet potato sli- uh, French fries. They were huge and they were all wedged up you know that shape of uh, the with how they're cut. And uh, and they had two two meals there, and the sandwich just looked like I just couldn't wait, actually, to walk away from it because it wasn't offered to me, it wasn't mine, it was somebody else's. But uh, I got to, to videotape it today, and uh, I, you know, it's incredible what Shannon does there, what she does at the Bad Apple Garage, little box there that sat un, unsold for I don't know what three three four years at least before she had the vision to to, to open that up as a restaurant and a bar. And uh, by the way, it was open and was bustling like you wouldn't believe. After the MMA event this past Saturday, the place was packed. Now, some fa- some some neighbors didn't like that, uh, but you know it is Washington Street, or you know it's a busy, busy street there on the south side of, of Watertown. And I just don't understand why. Pe- but again, people get settled. I get it. I understand if there's a box, you know, a front that's uh, across from you or near you. Uh, and uh, and up up until you know years earlier, it was a place where people drove in and drove out and got their oil changed. Now it's a different uh, vegetable altogether, and I get that some people might not like that. But what an asset that is to the South Side, and it's just beautiful in there. Young people running it, you know, the behind the bar in the kitchen, it's just great to see. Not to mention, you know, what Shannon did to preserve the look of an old-fashioned garage and convert it into a bar, restaurant, and outdoor patio at the same time. It's remarkable. And now every time I see the other fast loop of water towns around town, and there are others, I think, hmm, well, there's one on the north side. I wonder if Jim Peterson's going to. No. So, I mean, Jim Peterson owns the one on the north side. He also owns the one on State Street. He's owned them for decades. But you know that uh, something like that can be repurposed, not necessarily yet in another service place, which is fine. You know, you got to get your car fixed somewhere. But that industry has changed. So instead of remaining an eyesore or something that just sits there all by itself, now you can say, well, let's, let's build a restaurant. Let's do what Shannon did. Or Shannon would duplicate it. Eventually, she'll have more bad apple whatever uh, by the year 2025, 2030 to have her own little franchise things going. She's got one in Lions Falls or somewhere down there in Lewis County. I believe that's called the Bad Apple Bin. She also had one up in Cape Vincent. She sold that. It's a different name. No, no, no relation. And, of course, she's got the saloon and garage here. 
So uh, anyway, uh, check it out when you get a chance. That That is my uh, seal of approval and thumbs up for the Bad Apple Garage and Saloon. Let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're on the air. That's the hang-up guy. Long time no speak to the hang-up guy. Right when I saw out of area, I said, well, here we go. Uh, repurposing. You know, uh, uh, on that note, I, I read something, and, I, and I've been seeing uh, Facebook posts for it in recent weeks about how millennials, uh, because of the high cost of this, that, and the other thing, have done two things. They have recognized that uh, free TV is actually a better option than Netflix and other apps that you have to subscribe to, like Netflix. And things like that. So you know, um, so that's great. So the the, the sale of uh, digital antennas, for instance, has gone up remarkably just in the last six months. Now, inflation does a lot of things. You know, it means that you know what, you, you spend less because you're going to get less, and it changes your lifestyles. But at the same time, your habits at least. But at the same time, you can't hold back a young generation from having fun. So while they're buying antennas at relatively 60 or $80 a piece and sticking them outside their window in, in, in their flat or dormitory somewhere, now they're watching the stuff that you and I grew up on. And they're recognizing that, that uh, stations like MeTV, uh, Antenna TV, there's a slew of them. And once you realize that, what was it, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, t- 2009, the nation went digital. So all the uh, old analog uh, transmitters for TV stations across the country had to, by law, convert to digital. And what that did, there I'm going into that Pagliarulo voice again. What's the matter with me? Uh, and what, what, what people discovered is that it's not just Channel 7 anymore. It's not just Channel 50 anymore. It's a litany of channels associated with that digital allocation. So let me explain. Channel 7 has, uh, it's, it's weird because Channel 7 only has one other station associated with its, with its digital channel. It's 7.1 and 7.2. 7.2 is their Fox station. So when, you, when you're going up and down the, the remote control on a digital antenna, and again, this is, this is not cable, this is not streaming. This is just literally hooking up your back TV and putting the input uh, to, uh, to antenna. And it says that right on the right on your uh, in, in your input, where you could do the uh, uh, you know the composite, you could do the HDMI, and you could do the antenna. And if you have it up correctly, and then you 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 know you, you try to get all the uh, signals in your uh, uh, TV set, you could see upwards. And I'm not kidding when I say this. You could see upwards of 35 to 40 channels. Granted, about eight of them are going to be channels you're not going to want to watch, like QVC or you know a Home Shopping Network. And then there's four uh, public TV stations, and depending upon where you are in Jefferson County, you might get eight because you might get channel channel 16, which is PBS. They have four versions of public TV, and then you might get Central New York, and they have four versions. So that's eight there. So so minus QVC and a couple other things that, for the most part, uh, you're not going to watch anyway. You get a, a full choice of of great movies for free, and movies that you don't see on, on normal TV. So that's good. Young people are recognizing that, hey, let's act like our mothers, let's act like our grandparents, save money, and watch good stuff like Gilligan's Island. The other thing, the other trend I've seen recently uh, is that these kids are renting out those, tr- you know, I've done it myself. I rented out uh, a, a U-Haul truck for 19.95, And you could do that for, uh, actually, it's, it, it says $19 on there. In, in reality, it's a lot more than that. Um, but uh, it, still, it's a pickup truck. And you put an air mattress in the back, and you go into a drive-in, and there's your date. You know, you, you, you chip in. You get a couple of friends to, to, to hang out. Of course, if it's bad weather, it, it sucks for you. But, you know, these kids don't have trucks like a lot of people do. And uh, they're just looking for things to do. 
So the trend is go to the U-Haul place, rent a pickup truck for 20 bucks, bring it to the drive-in, uh, and uh, fill it with beer and water and uh, whatever, wine, and have the time of your life. It's just awesome to see that. So free TV and innovation or, or taking advantage of a cheap rental truck and having fun at the same time. Life is good. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Uh, hey, give us some information what brand of antenna is going to give you 35 channels. Yeah. And uh, maybe you, uh, maybe some callers could call in and uh, to do that. I know that I try an antenna because I can't afford the cable. Right. And uh, Fixed income. I'm only getting 17 channels, which it's hard for me to get me TV, which I like. Yeah, you should. So, um, yeah, you should. No, you should have that. No, because no, because Fox is channel twenty eight, and twenty eight point two is, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is Me TV. So no, that's right. Yeah, I get seven, one, seven, two. Yeah, but I won't get twenty eight, one, and twenty. Ah, you're not doing it right, blind man. You're not doing it right. What's the matter with you? Well, uh, well, I, I ain't got stuck out the window. No, I got <laughs> mine sitting on the stove right now, going through the stove pipe. That's hysterical. Hey, by the way, where do you, where do you live? Do you live near Water uh, near Public Square? I live by uh, I live at Centennial. Centennial. Where the hell is that? Where's Centennial? That's behind the Smyrna Keep Home. Oh, okay, okay. Did you hear? Did you hear the the, the sirens by behind your place uh, yesterday at around six thirty? Uh, I don't think I was home. Why? What happened? <laughs> I was driving up Frank. <laughs> I was driving up Franklin Street, and you know, just like a beautiful night like tonight, I'm going home. And I see an, uh, I, something that caught my uh, my peripheral vision. I see this guy lying on the on the sidewalk like a turtle. And he's got all fours in the air. He can't get up. You know, he's falling. He can't get up. And he's got a 12-pack of uh, of the Milwaukee's Best next to him. And he's got blood all over his face because he just cracked his, his head when he fell. So I stopped the car. You know, I, Officer Joe Curry here. So I stopped the car. I said, what's up? What's going on? Oh, this guy's drunker than drunk. He's got a 12-pack. And I, hope, hope, I help him up. I, I said, let's go under the shade. Let's, you know, and then I went into the convenience store. I got a, a wet rag and came back out. He had moved. <laughs> he left the beer there. He walked down the alley, and he fell again. And he's, asking, and, he's, and he's lying there on his back like a turtle with all fours asking the ladies to help him up. I don't want to uh, put the guy down. He's probably in his early 60s. Alcohol is definitely taking over his life. I don't know how much longer he's got left, but I try yeah, to I try yeah. to keep him up. I try to hold him up, and he just he just he just couldn't do it. He just uh, he well, just has yeah, no strength. That guy there rides the city bus. I know. Yeah. And uh, he comes back with that beer. And yeah. He lives up Franklin Street someplace. Yeah, right? somewhere. And he wanted. They're and I was going to really drive scared. him home. And then and then you know some uh, ladies at your place said, "Oh, I just called nine one one." I'm like, "Oh man, I got to wait here now." <laughs> so you know, I want to be a good Samaritan because the guy was bleeding, but at the same time he kept on saying, "Can you drive me home, sir?" <laughs> no, I'm not going to no, drive I'm you. Not home. from my place. My place is up by the hospital, brother. Oh, is it? Okay, gotcha. Well, still, yeah. it was st- it was in the neighborhood. I can tell you that. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that was. Yeah. Uh, that was my deal, and uh, I'm sticking to it. He wanted to. He wanted to see his friend Scott in Bugby, wherever Bugby is. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Bugby's right there in the corner of the square. Right. So that's how far. And I'm thinking. All right, I could drive him there. That's like a block or two. And then the fire truck showed up, and I said, "Here's your man." Like, oh yeah, we know who he is. Oh yeah. Hey, are, you the, uh, are you the one parking on the sidewalk up there? The bad apple on 
Washington Street that no. I keep running into when I try to walk on the sidewalk. Nope. Who's that? No, nope. not me. I, I drive a green I drive a green car, green uh, Kia Soul. Yeah, that is like not I'm me. I'm going to tell a green car. Uh, I'm just saying the car's parked on the sidewalk up there, and I, I bust my chops on it. All. Yeah, that sucks. That is, someone should stop doing it. Listen, I got Jim Scordo in here, my friend. I got to uh, right. come on Good in, Jim. You, brother. All right, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And Good ideas on the uh, antenna. Uh, Jim Scordo, once again, uh, it's two times in one day at uh, 199 Wealth Avenue. How are you doing, sir? Good. Fine. Good. Good to see you. Oh, let me turn off the uh, – I just had uh, my caller calling. So I know and you know, but let's treat it like nobody knows what's going on tomorrow because this is the 37th annual uh, Bravo Fest. Real quick, and I might have asked you this. You didn't have it last year. Did you have it last year? We had it last you did. year. Okay. The year before, we did not. Okay, so you missed one year out of the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. No, no. I think the Irish Fest lost three years, if I'm not mistaken. They yeah, they, 20, 21, and, they did. and then this year. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Anyway, that's another discussion altogether. Tomorrow night, it opens when? At the arena. The air-conditioned arena, by the way. Oh, yeah. We've been in there all afternoon setting up, and what a difference from the outside temps and stepping into the arena. Oh, well, you remember the days when there was no air conditioning in there. You were there yeah. years ago. Yeah. How the hell did you guys do How did anything get done there with yeah. no air conditioning? Well, that's just the way we are in the North Country. You adapt. You adapt to it. But I tell you what, going back to without it would be very tough to adapt back to. So tomorrow is the big day because it starts at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock? 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. And then at 7 o'clock is the big uh, Miss Italia. That's correct. And uh, five contestants this year. We do. And they were just down there. I just saw some of the young ladies coming in. They're doing a little uh, dress rehearsal tonight and a little practice run. So, uh um, very excited for them and having the opportunity to uh, participate in the Miss Italia pageant. Uh, and uh, do they get some type of scholarship fund for that, for the winner? Yes, we award $1,000 to the winner and $500 to second place. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, so it helps an individual if they're looking to go on to, to college and right. uh, further their education. And mm-hmm. uh, the Italian-American Club is very supportive of, of helping our youth to better themselves and be the best version of themselves. Let me get rid of this. Someone's prank calling me again. I get this every now and then, Jim. It's just, you know, being a radio star in Watertown, New York, it happens. Uh, That's awesome. And by the way, the picture that I have on the commercial is of the past winners, and it's a great photograph of all the Miss Italia winners back from the 80s and 90s and and 2000s all together. So uh, one of which is a friend of mine is Laurie Doldo. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I, I did the Heritage thing as well with uh, Tony uh, Scordo and Judy F- uh, Fiorentino. Correct. Uh, and uh, so what, what they're looking at is, is something that every culture, everyone should do, every, every uh, uh, group of, of, of immigrants or who have any type of heritage, in this case Italians, if you have a member of your family that has a story to tell and has accurate information to who was grandfather and when did they arrive here, what was the correct spelling of their name, that's what the heritage people want to see uh, come tomorrow on Saturday. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, they got a nice booth set up down there, and they're excited. Uh, they want to help individuals um, learn more about their family and their heritage and the history that goes back for years. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and this, as we know, and I did the history video of Watertown, and uh, it's rich uh, Italian uh, history. It started with the Irish, and then you guys kicked us out of there. And you took over, essentially, the flats, the, you know, where we are right now. This is, this is uh, little Italy, essentially, as far as Watertown is concerned, Jim. Oh, it is. And I, I grew up here, and... Uh I'm proud to wear a Sand Flats t-shirt. I, I didn't even uh, know it until you just... Pe- <laughs> he's wearing a Sand Flats t-shirt. That's all. 
And we'll be selling those. Uh, they've been a hit at the Bravo. Oh, they that, have uh, to be. Yeah. People would say, where'd you get that shirt? Uh, yeah. And whether they lived in the flats, worked in the flats, or, or, or yeah. um, had some connection to the sand flats. Right. Um, they want a shirt. So yeah. uh, it yeah. was it was a lot of fun growing up in the sand flats. Has some of the best soils to grow gardens and vegetables. Yeah. And um, yeah. just all around good people. Yeah. Oh, excellent people. And by the way, a lot of good gardens too, like you yeah. mentioned. Lot, uh, and you could tell the difference in, in, the, in the construction. A lot of brickwork because a lot of bricklayers came from Italy and that trade came over the, 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 you know, the pond, obviously. Uh, and uh, and it's no surprise, of course, that the Italian American Club itself is is right here on uh, on Bello Avenue. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, neat. It was started at uh, they held meetings at several different locations uh, over the years, and one being at my grandfather's house on Breen Avenue, where I was born. Really, and uh, meetings were held there from 1941 to 1948 at my grandfather's. Was house. that the big big house close on the on the Coffee and Street side? It was probably two houses in from coffee. But big place, though, right? Big place. Big because place. when I did the history video, I got whoever wrote that uh, that book. His name escapes me, but there was a picture of it. And I know that I'm assuming Jack Scorder was your uncle. That's correct. Yeah, and I know he lived there as a young child. Yeah. And it was a big. It became a boarding house later, whichever. But uh, that is Scor- that is Scordoville right yeah, there. Yeah, that's where my uh, grandparents lived, and then there was uh, uh, my uncle Ben and his family lived there. My father. And uh, John Bazile and his family lived there mm-hmm. until eventually they uh, they built their own homes and, right. and moved out. And we moved just down the street on Coffeen. Well, so. I knew Jack well. Uh, I know he lived. He remained in Watertown right till the end. He remained an, an attorney, essentially, right to his, his dying day. Yeah. He died, I believe, when he was like 90 years old or something. But I, what, what I was always impressed about Jack was he was old school. I mean, we could say that about Tony, obviously. She says, ciao, now get out of here. <laughs> Something like that. And you expect that because that's the way it was. But, but uh, uh, I tell you, just dealing with, with, dealing with him, uh, as Mr. Scordo, and what he did as far as helping me do the video for him and the history of uh, Watertown Cyclone football. Did you play football for the Watertown High School? I played football, but I played for IHC. You did mention that, right. Yeah. And he always hated the fact that all good players, if they, if they only had one team for both schools, they, in his eyes, Jack, Jack, <laughs> excuse me, things would have been better. But you had a rich history nonetheless. Yeah, for, absolutely. absolutely. Not in recent years. So tomorrow, before I die of whatever's in my throat right now, it seems like a bug, but it's not. Let me move this over so people can see you. I'm actually recording this on my uh, camera here. So there you are. There's Jim Scordo. And this is the Thursday Live at 5 show. Tomorrow, two days, uh, uh, Bravo Fest 37th Annual starts at 5 o'clock tomorrow at the arena. And then, of course, the big race, uh, the race for pasta, the two races for the kids and the adults on Saturday morning. And then it's just all food all, all day and night on Saturday. That's exactly. Yeah. A- Air-conditioned, folks. Is there a charge to get in? There's no admission charge. Free admission. And um, we're also covering the cost. We're having face painting, balloons made, and... and um, Kids' activities for mm-hmm. like four-year up to ten-year-olds, and uh, just some unique, different games done by teachers. One of them being my daughter. Nice. And nice. Uh, they're going to give away prizes to uh, to the kids and just let them have fun participating in different games, mm-hmm. face painting, and uh, then then we have the five o'clock Catholic mass that N- uh, nice. 
Um, it's not said in Italian like we used to years ago, right, but uh, right. we have a 5 o'clock mass, and then it'll be uh, manja from there. That's awesome. Uh, and then the keg comes out at 6 o'clock. No, it's good. <laughs> that, no, that's the, that's the Irish fest. Sorry, that's a different festival altogether. I, I have to pick on Catholics because that's one thing we share. The Irish and the it- Italians, I come from an Irish-Italian neighborhood myself. Uh, we, we got along and we didn't, but at the end of the day, we're all Catholics. And uh, that's why we all went to St. Thomas and Christ the King or Lachlan, one of those schools. And I, there's a lot of association with this neighborhood uh, here up in Watertown than, than where I came from. So I love seeing that. Uh, so uh, let me ask you, how many people do you think each and every year? What Do you have a goal of how many people come through the door? You know, we really don't because it varies from year to year. The weather dictates that uh, a bit as do what other activities are going on. Um, we selected a big venue uh, so that we're able to handle whatever crowd comes in. Right, right, right. Um, so we've got it very nicely decorated down there where there's dining and, um, you know, on one end and the Miss Italia pageant and the mass will be on the other end. Right, right. Um, like you said, air-conditioned Italian music playing throughout the evening. Right. And just a great place to come down, meet with friends and family, socialize, mm-hmm. have some good food and some drinks. Yeah. It's a little early because uh, be, uh, in the old days it used to be a week after uh, Labor Day. Uh, but, of course, they changed the rules over there. But this is good because people are still on vacation and still out and about very casual. So you'll see a lot of strollers and a lot of people seeing, uh, saying hi to each other just a week or so before the summer officially, not unofficially, I should say, yeah. ends. So that's tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, uh, Jim, thank you very much. And thank you for allowing me to do the commercial and the, and the Heritage Society thing. You look good on TV. And, uh, and thanks for coming in today, not just for me, but for uh, Jeff's show and Johnny's show. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys, uh, your flexibility. And uh, like you said, I've been in here three different times today in uh, Channel 7 this morning. So uh, get the word out. That's getting good. the word out there about our, our Bravo Italiano. And Fest. tomorrow night should be a good day because five contestants for Miss Italia. So we wish them all well uh, and their scholarship as well. And it should be a great show. Let's do a commercial break right now. You're listening to the Live at Five Show. We'll be back after this. Here at FX Caprera. NY.com. Thanks to uh, Jim Scorda for coming in. Uh, currently, it's uh, 25 minutes before the hour. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mean to belittle the guy that was lying on the t- on the on the concrete uh, sidewalk yesterday. As, you know, I referred to him as a turtle, but he did look like a human turtle. Again, I've been around alcohol, seen alcohol, and, and living up here, I think we all have seen it to some level. And I'm not saying this gentleman's name, but this is this is just a common common problem. I mean, you just, you got to stop, you got to stop. You know the scene in Goodfellas? You know, when uh, Jimmy comes in, they say, you got to you got to go back to your wife. You got to, everything's going to be beautiful. You know, you got to stop, you got to stop. Because if you don't stop, you're going to die. If you get to the point where you literally can't hold the 12-pack of beer and, and maintain, and, and put one foot in front of the other so you can walk two blocks home, something's wrong. But unfortunately, there's no rationale when it comes to alcohol. There's just none. You're on the air. Glenn, how you doing? It's the Duff Man. Geez, I was at the farmer's market yesterday. Yeah. And I walked by the library, and I see the blind guy. He said he was there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, he does uh, talks with people about blindness and stuff. Yeah. He was talking with some people, so I said, well, I'll walk up, and I'll come back and introduce myself. But when I got back, he wasn't there. So. Huh. Wouldn't have done any good to wave to him, I'm sure. Well, you never know. But, uh, I mean, according to Donnie. Well, he's like George Bush. Remember when he waved to Stevie Wonder? Yeah. You know, I, did, I didn't know that. That's kind of funny. What? That he waved to Stevie Wonder? No, I don't. 
he was, you know, they had the thing, the um, <laughs> where they honor him at the Kennedy Center. Right, right. That's an honest yeah. mistake. Which which Bush? The, yeah, I jo- know, I know, I know. But George Bush Jr. there was <laughs> waving to him like you could see him. Or when he tried to walk oh, yeah, out and the is. door didn't open. He, he had some gaffes over the years. So, um, what, uh, I, not to interrupt, but there was a couple of things, and I'm sure you would you would appreciate this, because I share things with myself, Duff, as you know. Uh, and the one thing that I saw, I, uh, and it just triggers me, because I send messages to myself so I can remember during the show. So I was watching this video of this comedian, this pundit, and he's, he's out there as if he's collecting money to do it for a, 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 a Tucker Carlson uh, documentary. And he's, of all places, he's on, he's on Times Square in New York City, right in broad daylight. So he's got a microphone. He says, would you like to donate 5 or $10 so uh, Tucker Carlson can do a, uh, can do a documentary? And even, even just the moment he said Tucker Carlson, Duffman, people would, and these, this, these are people my age and older, would just say a, a curse word or get out of my face or don't talk to me. And the guy was persistent. He was one of those guys that was good at pranking, looking legitimate. You know, he looked like a news guy. Well, why not? I mean, is it a, is it a money issue? You can't afford $5? And people were just getting pissed off at him. But it raises one question, Duffman. It does. Why is it there's so much animosity towards, towards conservatives where they can't even talk to us anymore? Well, part of it's the truth. I don't think, yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, Oh, no, no. Part of it's the truth. I know what people say, and, and, and I know you go back and forth because of your association with all kinds of individuals. And, uh, you know, I get it all the time from certain individuals myself. Oh, you know, you watch that Fox News, you're brainwashed. Right. You know, and I, go, I go, I'm not brainwashed. I watch it because I agree with what they're saying because I believe in that philosophy, just like you believe in everything the New York Times tells you, right. even though they've got caught lying and had to retract and were sued and everything else, right. uh, you know, umpteen times. But anyway, getting back to the point, they don't want anybody, any other opinions they don't want to discuss. You've been in arguments, I'm sure, or discussions yep. that turn into arguments with the left. And all of a sudden, when you start... Uh, telling your side, they try to shut you down immediately. Right, right. You see it with the interrogator that calls the show. Right, interrogator. Right, right. And also, too, if if he if you say something and you hit the the right nerve, you know that the phone calls go to certain individuals after the show's over. With. Right, right, right. Right, because yeah. they don't want that side out. They want just their side out. And they've had it their own way for a long time, until 1996. And uh, on radio from 1988, starting with Rush Limbaugh. Right. Remember how much they hated him? Yeah, sure. Well, I, because I, he, was, he was telling you the other side, and people were saying, gosh, Rush, I agree with you right. on everything, almost everything you're saying, because you're saying what I wanted to say for a long time but was afraid to. Right. Well, they didn't have that outlet other than, you know, uh, uh, various newspapers and publications, but no one like Rush Limbaugh. He changed the rules. There's no doubt about it. But here's my point on all this. I agree with you. And when Rush Limbaugh did become Rush Limbaugh back in the 80s and 90s, uh, it did raise a lot of eyebrows. But I'm saying this. I've never seen the level of hatred towards a group of people that I'm seeing right now. If you saw the video that I'm referring to, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. When people no, can't even talk, when people right. can't even discuss it and they just get out of my face and these are white people i mean i mean come on we were cannibalizing ourselves because here's the thing 
and I've said this before. I'll say it a million times. When people put down, uh, uh, check that, uh, Donald Trump, the moment he came down the escalator, they hated him. But it gave him, I guess you could say, uh, 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 it, it, it gave him the nod to also do the same about people that supported him and other people that they felt were conservatives or other people that listened to country music and wear, wear the American flag on their hat. All of a sudden, they just unleashed this unbelievable hatred towards mo- more than half of America just when he came down that escalator. So in other words, it was brewing. It was always there, Duffman. But now right. it's like it's off the charts. And now because of the complicity with with uh, with academia, this latest thing about you know giving back ten thousand to twenty thousand dollars, it's just relentless. They win, they win, they win. Even their own side criticizes them. Oh, this is this is going to lose votes in November. But at the end of the day, Duff. They're just winning all the time. And that's why I'm almost, I'm never going to give up. You're never going to give up. But, boy, do we win anything anymore, Duff Man, or what? Yeah. I don't think we do. I know what you're saying. And then when I see this poor bastard trying to do this little bit on Times Square, and, you know, I'm, I'm expecting someone to beat the crap out of him because there's so. Now, here's another one. F yes, this woman is on Twitter. Young girl, her name is Jolene from Jersey, whatever from Jersey, and she says, "F yes, the DOJ just arrested five militia members for their role in January 6. The group was allegedly run by a former GOP House candidate. Let's f and go." And then other people are just, you know, she's got 9,200 retweets. She's, she's an influencer. I never heard of this person. Uh, and meanwhile, the girl who stole Nancy Pelosi's laptop was given permission by a judge to attend a local renaissance fair here in West, uh, Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania. Outrageous, Rita says. I like, oh, my God, are you that upset? Are, are they that angry, Duffman? That's my question. And that's what's scary about yes, all of this. Yes, they are that. Yes, they are that angry. And if you remember some of the scenes up in uh, Portland, Oregon, yeah, when they were riding, you remember when the one reporter went in there and they beat the crap out yeah, of Yeah, the head? Asian guy. Remember the guy that gave the speech up on one of the college campuses? Right. And they attacked him? Mm-hmm. Remember the one reporter, he was Asian, and uh, they beat the hell out of him? Yeah. Because he was, he was part of a, a conservative group? Right. Oh, yeah, that goes on. It's... Uh, and, and if you remember in D.C. before this so-called January 6th insurrection, right. you remember that there were riots in the street and they were burning a church. Right. And Senator Paul and his wife were trying to walk back to their hotel. Well, I remember that. Yeah, right, right, right. And they were attacked. Right, and, uh, right. Uh, remember the... Uh, the yeah, but I, I know. We, and we, there's, a, there's a lot of them. And as you know, and I, I've said it before... Is that they defend that because they're trying to protect their version of democracy. We have to save well, yeah, our democracy. Fine if they're doing it, Glenn. It's just like unions. They think that if violence is okay if it's for the union, right. putting in sugar in somebody's gas tank or sabotaging your employer's equipment, yeah. it's fine if you're doing it for the what they feel right. is uh, for their best the interest. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like I say, uh, you know, the, the, a lot of liberals and a lot of people that we see on the View, Whoopi, uh, Joy Behar, Sonny Houston, if they could, if somehow that they were given the power to snap their fingers and eradicate everyone that disagrees with them, they would, and they would have a clear conscience because they're doing it to protect our democracy. And they said that's the best interest of the country. That's where we are right now, Duffman. I got another call, but uh, are you losing weight? Because I saw a picture of you on Facebook. Looks like you. You've lost weight. Well, no, my I shaved my mustache off because when I was trimming it, I messed it up. 
And so Juanita took a picture of me because she said I looked a lot younger. Ah, you know, it's funny because facial hair, in my opinion, makes people look older. So there you go. So you look, And, and for yeah, that matter, go. fatter. Sorry. But it uh, looks I have good. Lost a, I have lost a little bit of the gut, yeah. There you go. Uh, stepping up the walk. Yeah, there you go. Good deal. All right. Thanks, Duff, man. All right, man. Here on the Live at Five show. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. How's it going? Lefty. Long time no speak. Boy, I tell you, uh, calling a caller, uh, uh, you know, some type of interrogator. I don't know if I can go with Oh, my God. Listen to you. You're the one who started it all. I know. That's why I'm joking. Of course, I agree. Right. Hey, I was going to explain to you what a half-hot is. Yeah, what is a half-hot? You take a banana pepper, and I make these. You take a banana pepper, and you hollow them out. Mm-hmm. And they're, banana peppers are like that you get in the jar. You yeah. know what I mean, they're like little little sliced ones, but you get fresh ones. Mm-hmm. About this time of the year, you cut off the end, you hollow them out, and then you stuff them with a combination of usually a meat mixture of beef and pork, but it could be just one or the other, but it's usually a beef pork, like a meatball mixture or a meatloaf mixture. Right. You, you, to bind it up, you use some rice, some you know spaghetti sauce, and like some Parmesan cheese. Okay. Um, and you just stuff that all a in. A lot there. of work. And a then, lot of work there. Yeah, well, what I'm going to suggest that you do is go to Pete's Pizza, take your lovely wife, go to Pete's, and order half hots. Have it as an appetizer. Have it. They're just phenomenal. They're a, like a North Country Italian. Yeah, I guess They're so. Great. I love them. Yeah. Hey, wait. Did you, speaking of hollowing things out, did you see that guy went viral? He was at a ball game the other night. He was there, and he hollowed out a hot dog, and he used it as a straw to drink his beer from. And it went viral. I did like not millions see that. of millions of the guy. He must have thought someone was watching it, but someone was recording him from on his cell phone of him hollowing out a, a long, you know, those big, big ass. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and then he hollowed it out, and he used that to drink his beer while watching the game, and people thought that was genius. Well, I think it's be, disgusting. That would be but, a, a ten dollar straw then. Yeah. That <laughs> oh, everything at the ballpark, even when we were in Kansas City, everything was expensive. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I was gonna. I hadn't. I hadn't really spoke to you about it when you you said you you drove over to St. Louis as well. Yeah. So we drove from Kansas City to St. Louis in a rental car. My brother's and I offered to drive. My brother is such. You know, he, he, I don't, he's just. He, he, he just. He, he, I guess he either didn't trust me. He said, "Well, Glenn, my name's on the insurance." That's just his way of saying I don't trust you, Glenn. But anyway, we drove fun, and it was a good ride. We talked a lot, obviously. Uh, so we went literally from one side of Missouri to the no- to the next, and we saw the same mile, about 250 miles. It was the same thing. I mean, you know the difference between going between, say, uh, Binghamton to Cortland to Syracuse to Pulaski to Watertown? You know, there's a difference. You see the hills. You see the trees. I have, well, I've, 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 made, I've made that drive all the way through, past, past that all the way into Oklahoma and into Texas. Like, oh, my God. It's times. flat and probably, flat and flat. Probably like 20 times. When you're driving from Missouri going into Oklahoma, it's flatland as far as you can see. Yeah. It's um, at the speed limit jumped into 80 miles per hour. At least it used to. It may not be that. Well, I don't anymore, remember that. Yeah. But you would see signs all the time that says "Do not drive into smoke." Oh. There was all kinds of like fires that would go on there, you know, and it's just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. You... Funny story about St. Louis. So I'm driving into St. Louis once, and I'm I'm going, you know, down. I, I can't think of what well, maybe it's two ninety five. Is that what you're driving in? Uh, seventy. No, it was route route seven. Yeah, seventy. Okay, you're going seventy in. Well, there's a, there's a turn off seventy, and I was actually going to like it's it used to be Harris over um, St. Louis, which I, I think it's bought by someone else now. Whatever. But I casino there. I stopped yeah. in there on the way. Right. Way back. So you're going off seventy, where you know the speed limit is you know the the typical sixty five. So everybody's going seventy five. Right. And I turn onto a thing that brings you into downtown. And it's like there's signs for this. Uh, um, I, I couldn't tell you, you know, these different, you know, 
different things. Right. And you go right. around this fat, it just says that it's, it's supposed to be 45, and I'd say I slowed down, you know, below 60 like everybody else did. I come around this corner, and there's a taxi cab that's going across this whole two-way highway, and they've got cement pillars on both sides, so you can't go off this. And there's just barely enough room for a car to squeeze, squeeze through it. Okay. I was driving up a Jeep, like Grand Cherokee, so barely went through, just missed by a quarter inch, whatever. Okay. Swung around, got off the road where we were going, come back on, circled around, go back on, drove by there again, but didn't go off that exit. Yeah. Multi-car pile-up. I missed it by, like, one car. Wow. I, I was the car that got through. No wow. one else did. So you, That's it, just, it, like, the worst driving in that area, like, ever. You know, anywhere you're getting near the gateway arch or anything, it's just awful driving. Isn't that something? Yeah. I, I, by the, I didn't drive a lick, and I did t- uh, take the, the subway from uh, St. Louis back to the airport. That was interesting. Uh, yeah. It, it was well, it's, it's, you know, that's a, it's a unique area, you know, yeah. what, 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 we, what we see here. And I saw uh, uh, Steve Sabaro and his wife at the arch. I was walking there taking pictures of the St. Louis arch. And sure enough, I hear Glenn Curry, and I look over, and there's Steve. I couldn't believe it. I, 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 yeah, I, I have, I have multiple times met people at rest areas or different things that are from Watertown or the Watertown area that I knew or somewhat knew, and then all of a sudden you become like best friends because you're like, oh my gosh, you're from Common Ground. You yeah, know? right. Oh, I, yeah. Jump into that. It was awesome. Kind of, kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was going to mention to you too. Here's the stations. I, I, I get more than this, but I can tell you the ones I have saved right now. Right. From using what and and Brian Timmy was asking what a good antenna is. Well, right, is that I his name? His name is like Brian. A antenna. That's what's that? His name is Brian. No, blind. As oh, blind. Sorry, blind Timmy. Yeah, right, I think he, right. that's like nickname. And in, in during yeah, Tim the Enchanter, right? Super nice guy. Yeah, he is a nice guy. He really. I don't know right. if you've met him in person. Yeah, for a blind guy, nice he's guy. really good. No, I was kidding. <laughs> but yeah, he, he handles that a lot. No, I know. I, would. I, I know. Mean, he's just he's a he's a cheery guy. He's a, he's a smart guy too. He's, yeah, he is. You know, he's he uh. You know, he's doing a little, little blind teaching downtown, whatever, yeah, right, no, whatever. No. but either way, I, I originally, like, but I, I have an advantage that I've got a tall house, and I'm right on the lake. Okay. So you get things a lot easier. Now, I, I had one of the lease antennas. I had multiples around. But what I ended up doing is when I stopped cable, which was probably nine years ago, eight or nine years ago, I already had the cable run through the whole house. So I just took that cable that went to the main one, put a booster on it, right. and I put an outdoor antenna on Nice, yeah. But... Actually, the leaf antennas work as well. It's just this one antenna does the whole house. So I've got, you know, TVs. And so all how many channels from here. where you are, I can imagine, you probably get, like, Rochester from there, too. Yeah, I can. I pull some Rochester in, occasionally some Utica, lots of Syracuse. But a lot of them are doubles and stuff. But right, I'll right. read you what I cap. And, and, like, say, I can get from Syracuse, I can get MeTV as well as I can get it here. I can get CBS there as well as I right. can get it here. You Channel know, it's backups. Right. And sometimes that stuff comes in better than it does local. It does. What I've got right now that I that I watch is, um, like, our local CBS station right. and then our local Fox right. and then MeTV that is local. But right. I have, the, I actually have the other one that's out of Syracuse because they shoot a better feed, so you're getting a, a bigger uh, yeah, screen. screen out of yeah, it right, for right, bang right, for the right, buck. For so right. some reason, this local one What's bang for the buck? just giving you the 4 by 8 screen, but it's inside, so it doesn't even go to the top. Where right. It can go to the left and right all the way out, but it doesn't even go to the top, so you've got to really blow it up. To by the way, i got to stop up. you there. i got to stop you. There's a commercial on, I, I think it's for Geico or whatever. There's, there's an Asian woman talking to her, to her uh, teenage daughter, and it looks like she's talking to her about the birds and the bees. And she's warning her, she says, don't buy things at, at full price. You, you know, in order to get bang for, and I, I think in the context, she she says you get a, you got to get better bang for the buck, and the daughter's looking at her like you know with this confused look on her face, and the and the mother says, do you have any questions? 
and she says, what's bang for your buck? And I just, I, it, it took me a while to hear what she says in that commercial. It's on a lot, uh, but I, I'm fascinated with it. Uh, it's, it's one of those commercials that, for some reason or other, ask, I ask a lot of questions. So what is bang for the buck, in your opinion, Lefty? What is bang for the buck? That you get the most value for your dollar. There you go. That's there you what go. it is. Yeah. And, and, and you interrupted my incredibly interesting Sorry. Cha- channel lineup about that ad. What's your channel lineup? My goodness. My goodness. So anyway, I'm getting, and like I said, I've got an outside, outside antenna, but it was also something that was only like $49 or $59. Yeah, mine was more but, than you know, that, I've but I bought them early. Outside, this is a, like a regular, you know, high-definition uh, digital antenna, but anything will work, right. you know. But these, these leaf antennas worked as well for me if you hung it in a window up high. Right, if you but do But anyway, it, yeah. I, I, like I said, I get multiple CBSs, but I choose the one here. I, I get tons of PBSs, but I only take one. Right. I don't even watch any of those. No, no. And yeah. then I'm as well Very getting biased. Fox News. Yeah. And, and don't forget NBC. You get Channel 45 right yeah, here, too. You can get well, that. I'm kind of I'm kind of going in the order so you can see. Okay. Here. So I get Fox, and then I get something that's called My 43. Yeah. Which yeah. is just a, a station out of it's like a CW or something that's right. out of Syracuse. Right. It's good. This right. Is, um, I get your local NBC, and then they also have Antenna TV. They have and a ton. TV, which yeah. are all through them. Yeah. And they have Bounce TV that I don't watch. They have Grit TV. <laughs> Grit. That I watch Grit. Yeah. Really and good. Court TV. They that's, have Court TV. Yeah. They have Court TV. Then there's the QSCs and stuff I don't watch. Yeah. And then I get with TV50, which is your ABC affiliate. Yeah. I also get another affiliate from Syracuse that's a, an ABC. Then I get Laugh TV and Mystery TV that are also local. Huh. And then you go through a bunch of stuff. I get like a Mystery TV that's out of Syracuse. Right. right. I'm going down here and just looking. Just taking, oh my God. I get something that's called Defy TV. All right. And then you get True Real TV. You get Newsy, the N-E-W-S-Y. Yeah, I've seen I don't that. watch it, but it's on. Yeah, yeah. And I get a, a second a second Fox out of Syracuse. Then I get something that's called Cozy TV. Cozy, and yeah. And that's like a Me TV or something. It's actually better. It plays a whole lot of, like, Charlie's Angels and Emergency. Right, right, so right, right. I'm right there with yeah, it, you know? Right. So it's one of those things where Going I back really like it. You know, it just plays a lot of... So you, I, I got to go, like but that. you have, it's no surprise that kids are discovering this and finding out that you can get free stuff and watch great quality... Uh, well, it, the thing is, is that it, it's not free. That's what we're saying. You're already paying by watching the advertisement. Wow, well, yeah, you're not d- shelving on Same as it's there. You're not shelving on it. But anybody. hey, on that note, I'm gonna go. let you go. Bye bye now, don't you? That's uh, Lefty, and this is live at Five Show. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, it's, uh, Glenn. Donnie. Hey, Glenn. How are you doing? What's going on? What's happening? Can you hear me? Yes. What's okay. going on? So, uh, yeah. this uh, Italian uh, Bravo Festival going on Friday, huh? Yeah, tomorrow and Saturday. I wonder if uh, they're going to have that boy dress up as a girl again this year. No, they're not. I thought you were going to say that uh, Christopher Columbus was a flat earther or something like that. Well, anyway, um, you were talking about Missouri being flat. Yeah. So how far west have you actually driven? Uh, well, I was I was in the middle of, of the country, you know, where Missouri, you know, Kansas City, and I drove, we drove rather, from Kansas City to St. Louis. So, you know, we were about, uh, what was that, 2,000 miles from here, 1,800 miles, somewhere thereabouts? I've been to all but two states, and I'll tell you what, just like you described, Missouri is flat. Right. Um, you can't be flat with a globe, if you know what I'm saying. There you go. Let's see. Now, this is, this, you, so you, you knew this was you know, going. your testimony is true. Up here, you can only see so far because we've got hills and... And stuff. The hills are now. Remember, and the you, you, you are, out west. But but for example, 
Yeah. Huh? You were in the Navy. Come on now, uh, Donnie. No, you're right. I was in the Navy. Meaning you were so, in a big ship somewhere out in the I ocean. The Ro- when I first seen the Rocky Mountains, I was in the Navy. I was driving out to my duty station in Washington State. Right. I was in Montana. I got to the Rocky Mountains eight hours before I got to the base of them. All right, that's, well, that's pretty amazing. Well, I, I you know, sometimes we full day's drive. Atmospheric ref- refraction can do that too. You know, it's funny. Um, you could see certain islands in Lake Ontario depending upon the time of year, and what they call that it's it's a, a atmospheric refraction, where you, it, because of, you know how refraction is when it goes into like water or or the, uh, a prism, it will it will right. bend it. So in this case, you could, it's almost it's like seeing a mirage. You could see a distant uh, island on the Canadian side of Lake Ontario, but depending upon the time of day and year, like this time of year, if it's clear out, all of a sudden you could see that 362 days out of the year you can't. And the reason for that is because it's the way that the, the light is filtering through the atmosphere and the, proje- and the projection of the sun, the trajectory. And that's why it's, uh, it's I've lifted. I've never heard this before. Yeah. And this is why the, the Earth is, in fact, round. So there you go. Dip, 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 day. But, Donnie, uh, I appreciate that. Are you going to go to the Italian? Uh, please don't go to the Italian. What was that? Festival. You're are breaking you, up. Are you going to the uh, Bravo Fest tomorrow? No, they're, they're, they support something I don't support. Right, they have a transgender. That's fine. That's fine. And we don't know. We don't confirm that. I don't know what happened last year, but that's fine. That's your decision. That's good. All right, Donnie, great right. work last week yep. on, the, uh, on the video as well. All right, well, I appreciate it. All right, talk to him. That's uh, Donnie, Flat Earth Donnie. That's why we call him Flat Earth Donnie. We try to make things pretty literal here. And I know it's a little insensitive to call someone blind, but, you know, it's Blind Tim. Uh, for some reason or other, I thought his name changed to Brian there for a second. It's not. It's Flat Earth Donnie. It's the gun nut. We used to have people of all types that, have, are, that are no longer on this earth, flat or not. Um, and I'm forgetting one of them. Mike uh, Duffany. What, what did we call Mike's? Mike had a Monica. I forget his name. He used to talk about the park all the time. What was Mike Duffany's name? Can someone text me that? We, he had a nickname. Uh, but anyway, so, and, and then we had uh, Tooth Dog. I had Tooth Dog, not to the level that Jeff did. I, see, I run into Tooth Dog every now and then. He was in the car business. I haven't seen him in a while. He was definitely a fixture on uh, AM 1240 for many, many years during the Hotline Show. So anyway, we try to keep, my point is this, if I can make a point here with the remaining seconds of today's show. We try to keep things simple and uh, civil at the same time. We all try to get along, despite the fact that we call each other names like interrogator and so forth. It's all good. Uh, Get into more of, of, of what's going on in the world. Hardly followed up on the primary that no one voted at this past Tuesday. All that money spent to get the pollsters and all the volunteers there to set things up. The county lost something like 70 grand. What a colossal waste of money. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that and other things. We'll try to keep it lighthearted, just like today. I don't know. I'm not putting my hands in the air like I just don't care any- yet. But uh, watching things on the Internet and seeing things and hearing things on CBS News infuriates me. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. 
I'm Monica Ricks in New York. California regulators are pumping the brakes on gas and driving more energy efficient vehicle production. CBS's Steve Futterman reports. The landmark proposal will require all new cars sold in the state in 2035 to be powered either by electricity or hydrogen. Hector De La Torre is on the Air Resources Board. This is the world market. 